You're listening to Sleepless in Copenhagen, a podcast about everything, something, and probably a lot of nothing. It's a kind of experiment where I talk about things that interest me. A show to showcase all the amazing, weird, ridiculous, fantastic, and ridiculous and weird and amazing thoughts that goes through my mind. It's also an audio blog where I talk to myself, to others, and to you, most importantly. It's a place where I share my thoughts with the world, if the world wants to listen. It's a journey into the unknown. It's a place for me to explore and for you to listen in. And with all of that out of the way, welcome to episode two, Still Podcasting. Welcome back to my little slice of Copenhagen. I hope you are sleepless because I'm ready to talk into your ears. Hopefully. I don't know how you listen normally. I hope you're you're listening with your ears, right? <laughs> so, welcome to episode two, where we're still podcasting, or still talking about podcasting at least. And on this episode, I'm, I'm going to talk to Syl. The original plan was that episode one should have been an edited version of Tom's interview, edited together with an edited version of Syl's interview, where we talk about podcasting. But since both Tom and Syl and I love to talk, uh, those two conversations ended up taking way longer than first anticipated. So I decided to split it up into two episodes, and uh, here we are, episode two, where I'm I'm having a conversation with Syl, but before I get into that, I just want to quickly talk about something that where I feel I'm repeating myself when I'm saying this because I've been saying this on quite a few different podcasts, uh, in, uh, in talks with Tom and other people who are podcasting off the air, where my thoughts are about podcasting that your show is never done. You just you're just getting started, really. Because I see it as a constant evolution. Your podcast is constantly evolving. And if it isn't, I feel like you're doing something wrong. I feel that things like this, or maybe just in general when you're being creative, you need to constantly evolve. You need to constantly try to better yourself. Because let's just face it, nothing is ever perfect. But you should strive to try and make it perfect or it's as close to it as you can get. And you can't do that by doing the same thing over and over. You need to evolve your show. You need to evolve yourself as well. I mean, just in last the last episode, I played a little clip of Tom and I's first ever recording we did together trying to make a podcast. And if you listen to, to that and compare it to the nearest episode of The Blue Clues, for instance, then there's a, a major difference in how we talk and the production value and basically everything it's not it's it's like miles apart and it should be because we kept evolving ourselves how we speak how we are, are prefer performing or <laughs> how to say it but also the production itself i mean we went from from doing a live recording to actually do everything in post production and And everything has just evolved into this new thing. And, and Tom and I are constantly talking about how can we evolve this. 
So it was with the light that I this weekend watched an uh, interview with Conan O'Brien, who is a talk show host who have been doing his talk show for years and years and years. And I believe the question was something similar to, how do you continue doing that without <laughs> week after week without uh, going crazy? And this right here is what he had to say. As long as you... You love doing your show. I can tell that watching you. I love doing my show. As long as you love it and you're engaged and you're willing to evolve, because your show, if it should evolve, your show has evolved since you started. It should keep evolving. As long as we're doing that, right? You should be able to do this for a long time. And that really made me happy hearing, like a big celebrity from the states who have been doing the same thing for 24 years now, actually saying that. Evolve, uh, evolution is the only way forward if you want to continue doing this and, and keep having fun with it. So I'm, I'm just happy that I might actually doing something right at least because it's really hard to figure out what is right and what is wrong. And sometimes you just need to try things out to figure it out. And but having someone like that saying the exact same thing that I'm feeling kind of just it, it's it makes me happy because maybe maybe I'm doing the right thing then, right? Regardless. Only time will tell. For now, I just want to have fun, and I'm really, I am really having fun making these weekly podcasts, uh, the Blue Recluse, and, and now this one as well. So um, hopefully, I will keep evolving this show and the Blue Recluse as well, and uh, not going <laughs> and not going to scratch my eyes out, as I love to say, uh, halfway through, and uh, not having fun anymore. I think the main part for me is having fun. Another person who seems to have fun with doing podcasts is a, is a friend of mine called Syl. I've known her for a few years now. It's not like we're talking to each other often, but uh, sometimes we do. And uh, one of the times we did was last week. And one of the things that I was interested to hear a little bit more about was that she, just as me, is not a native English-speaking <laughs> person. Uh, Still is Dutch, I'm Danish, so obviously English is a second language to us. So um, that was some of the things that I was really interested to hear more about. And we did talk a little bit about it. But um, maybe I should just shut up and let you guys listen to the conversation I had with Sil about podcasting. So, roll the tape. I have another guest, and that's uh, Syl uh, from the Battle Chat podcast. And uh, we've we've talked a few times together on, on a few different podcasts. You've been on my uh, my other podcast, The Blue Clues, and I've been on your podcast. And uh, but but just quickly for people who might not know who you are, can you quickly recap who you are and and what you're doing on the internet? Yeah, of course. Um, so yeah, I'm Syl. I am a, a crazy Dutch person living in the UK. That's a bit of my personal stuff going on. <laughs> um, I have been podcasting for, I would say, a long time. I can't really remember when. Um, it started with a podcast uh, that some people might know called Girls Gone Wow. And I've done that for several years. Um, then I uh, decided that uh, I wanted to try something else. So I handed my podcast reins over to my two co-hosts at the time, EJ and Raven, um, who are still 
um, doing uh, the whole hosting and, and everything. Um, and then I ventured into smaller things. I'm, I'm doing about the chat show at the moment, but it's very chaotic. It's very impromptu. It's, um, uh, I would almost say like a Blizzard gaming diary um, mm. where I just ponder about the stuff and, and uh, yeah, I guess that's really sums it up. And um, what else? I I have a very fluffy chinchilla, and that's <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because uh, I think long time ago, I can't remember who invited who first. Were we invited to you, or were, or was it the opposite way? I can't remember. I can't remember. <laughs> no, it's so long ago. Uh, well probably only like a few years or something but it feels like we kind of known each other for ages <laughs> yes definitely but yeah but i do remember that i investigated uh, did a little research on who you were and what you were doing and and i remember that uh for uh, that i figured out that you were on girls gone wild and it's a podcast that i haven't been listening to it like always but it was something that i've, I've checked out from time to time and i was like oh she's she's been doing that she must be she must be pretty cool then <laughs> that's always good to know <laughs> <laughs> was there any particular reason why you chose to leave uh, Girls Gone Wild or was it just uh, I need to try out new things or no I think at the time because um, I have a love-hate relationship with World of Warcraft and at that point in time <laughs> I was just not feeling it hmm. um, I yeah I didn't enjoy playing that much and I just thought, you know, I thought I would be a bit of a fraud being on a podcast that would talk about World of Warcraft uh, and uh, no one really wants to, it's, it's okay to criticize a game at times, I think, hmm. but if you're only being negative about that game, then why are you on that podcast? You know, yeah. so I, I just thought it would only hurt the podcast and I was too proud of, of what I had created in the end and what, what we built up. So I just thought it would be better to um, to not participate anymore and just step down. And then all of a sudden, after like a year or two, all of a sudden the World of Warcraft uh, bug came back. And then I yeah. thought, well, let's do something similar because I like all the other uh, Blizzard games. So I thought, why not try something else? Yeah, that makes good sense. And I, I can totally understand that because I've been there as well falling out of love with World of Warcraft and I also think that's one of the main reasons that Tom and I decided to when we decided to do a podcast that it should be all Blizzard games and not mm -hmm. just World of Warcraft because that's just times when you fall out of love with it especially when you've been doing or playing the same game for 13 years yeah definitely yeah that's that's the case because you know um, like many I, I started in vanilla and it's just like okay yeah I've okay yeah kind of done now with certain things and you know like I always say it's it's fine to be critical about things because I think that's good I think I'm, I have no intention I, I don't think that developers even listen to my podcast or anything like that or have ever listened to any of my opinions but I do no, think you, it's you, you it's, never know you never you know never, it's true <laughs> you never know but it's I think it's sometimes good to at least you know not find everything amazing uh, about mm. the game because otherwise you d will never get improvements mm. so but if, if you're only ripping into it because I there was a time when I listened to certain podcasts myself 
and the people were so negative about everything that I really wanted and, and thought to myself, why are you still playing this game then? Mm, yeah, yeah. I, I've listened to podcasts as well where people has just been just negative all the way through, or just or just coming with st- statements like, "No, I don't like that," and then don't touch any more on it. And I'm like, well. First of all, uh, that's not really anything. That's that's not interesting to listen to now, is it? And second of all, why, why haven't you quit yet? Uh, but uh, because I think it's all right to be uh, criticizing something, but then at least back it up with something. Say, I don't like this because if you did this instead, it would make so much more sense, yada, yada, things like that. Instead of just saying, nope, I don't like it. Exactly, exactly. I mean, everyone loves a bit of a good rant now and, and now again, and that's <laughs> fine. But it's yeah, it's just when you have nothing that you could suggest, then I think then it starts to become a little bit tedious. Mm. Yeah, I totally agree with that. So, Girls Gone Wild was that your first ever endeavors into podcasting, or have you done something similar to this before, or did you just jump straight into it? No, that was the first time I ever did it. Um, and when I first, because I have those first episodes still on file, I don't think there are any any longer available on the internet but <laughs> i have them on file and when i listen to it it is so cringeworthy <laughs> oh tell us about it i mean tom and i even have like the beta episodes of the blue Eclipse that never has hit the air and then if, it, if it's up to me that would never happen <laughs> yeah I, I think who was it i think it was medros from uh, all things azeroth who once said record 10 podcasts and never produce them, never never let them uh, go online, but mm. learn from it. And yeah. I think that that is true. I was stubborn and just thought, oh, fuck it. I'm just going to put them <laughs> online because at least there's something then. But mm. for now, I think listening back to them at times, it makes me kind of smile because you can see, you know, how things have changed, how audio has changed. And um, yeah, I, I think it's, it's good to sometimes see just how much progression you've made because even for your own, um, your own mind you might be like well I'm still at that same level whereas mm. in reality you know you might even have adjustments to how you talk on a podcast because I know I talk completely different on a podcast than when I talk oh. yeah. to my boyfriend for instance yeah yeah the same here I, I don't think that I, I'm talking in this cheerful mode kind of thing when <laughs> I'm on a podcast and I don't really do that normally I think <laughs> Oh, exactly. No, I, I, yeah, it's only good that you, you're kind of like in a more—I don't know—some kind of entertainment role or something like that. Um, so yeah, I totally do the do the same thing. I, I don't talk like that in, in normal life uh, either. Yeah, I think you're much more conscious about um, will am I actually being understandable to people? And I think because mm. both you and me, you know, we podcast in English, but we aren't English. Yeah. So I am very aware of times that I, I mess up with what I'm saying. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't think this is actually any English. I don't think this is like <laughs> a phrase or anything. I'm just making shit up. Yeah, yeah. And and yeah, so so when you were started podcasting, was actually one of my, my questions that you just brought up right now is, did, did you actually think about you not being an, uh, a native English speaker, how it would be perceived out there? Or did you just think... Either they understand me or they don't. Um, from what I, I know, and especially because I had, because um, I, I knew some people in the podcasting world, and a lot of them were Americans, and mm. I knew that Americans in general, not everyone, I'm not saying everyone, but a lot of Americans love accents. So I thought, you know what? I think I'm all right. <laughs> I think I'll be fine. <laughs> Yeah, because I, I really thought a lot about it when, when I started out podcasting and it was something that, that 
um, really nagged me because we were uh, in the beginning we were recording our podcast live, so there was no after editing, or just a little, <laughs> very little post production. It was only like with really huge mistakes that we edited stuff. Um, so I was really thinking about it, and I was really not feeling comfortable with it. And then uh, on a later stage, we actually moved to recording and then adding all sound effects and things like that in post-production and when i started out doing that i was editing out everything that i did wrong like every air uh, uh, stuff like that <laughs> because i just wanted it to be perfect english even though yeah. that sometimes i said crazy things that made no sense to me at least when i listened well it did make sense but it was not just not correct english and 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 yeah that it really took me quite a while to just say fuck it uh, <laughs> because people will understand and people do understand me most of the times i reckon so uh, and people do just talk like that like you know having air or uh, uh, in in the in, in the sentences so exactly. so yeah it just took me so long though to to let go of it and, and finally say that's just how i speak yeah i had the same thing because i think at times there were um like the first time now because i um, do a single like a, a solo podcast it's easier for me to mm. go now that sounded rubbish delete and we'll just start over <laughs> but when you're yeah. with co-hosts you don't want to constantly go oh no that was wrong that redo re like if you have to retake a take five times it becomes tedious so mm. I, at a certain point i just thought yeah fuck it this is just who i am and if people don't like that well there are plenty of people out there who have English as their first language and they can listen to them. Mm, yeah. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm, I'm way more relaxed now uh, when I'm editing. I'm, I'm more like... What I'm doing right now, actually, when I edit is... Uh, when I edit the Blue Clues, at least, is that... Um, in the beginning, we have like this intro thing that's where we, where we where really need to edit a lot, add background music and the intro and stuff like that. And then we start talking after that. So what I do is I log into World of Warcraft and play World of Warcraft while I listen to what we're saying. And, and if I, while I play World of Warcraft, notices a big thing, then I edit it. That's how I'm doing it right now. And <laughs> it seems to like it's, it's working for me. It, it makes the edit editing process more fun for me. And uh, yeah, it, it at, and I don't, you know, nitty gritty edit everything out. Yeah, and I think that's important at a certain point because you don't want to see podcasting as like a... Unless you're getting paid for it, I wouldn't want mm. to see it as my second job. Yeah, there definitely has been times where I've, I've, I've thought about it as my second job because I was so uh, focused on editing everything out that wasn't right. And yeah, then it, it, and it, wasn't, it was a period where it just wasn't fun doing. Yeah, no, I, I know exactly what you mean. I think that's why at times I've been very flaky with um, with battle chat, just because um, there are just weekends that I'm like, okay, I should really do this now because it's been two weeks or three weeks and I haven't produced anything that's really bad. And I'm like, yeah, but I have nothing really to say at this point in time. So why would I try and force myself mm. to do this when if I just wait another week, I might have that okay, yeah, now I can talk. Which, mm. you know, I find annoying myself because I really do want to be more consistent because that's, that's... I think all of us have something in our head that, you know... Um, right. One, one line of thought. The thing is with podcasting, I hate it when people say, oh, I don't podcast for, for the numbers or I don't podcast for an audience. I just want to have my voice heard. Yeah, mm. that's true. But if you just wanted that, you would not be uploading it for other people to listen to. 
Mm. So I think it is still important for a w- in a way that you get feedback from people. You know, I'm not saying that you want thousands of listeners, but it would be nice even if you just get acknowledgement from one person listening to you. Mm. And, I've, you know, everyone always say, says if you want to be successful in what you do, you have to be consistent. Mm. And that always niggles at the back of my brain. And I'm like, well, so you're not being consistent. You should really podcast every other week or every week and not whenever you feel like it. Yeah. Because, um, you know, sporadic things with, with a podcast could lead to that people start to forget about your podcast and... I think, you know, for me, it is still important that you get a little bit of acknowledgement that people have listened to it and that you're at least go like, well, at least someone is listed, finds me interesting enough to listen to me. Mm. Um, so that's the one thing that, you know, it does feel a bit like a job doing it at times. Yeah. But I, I think now with the whole fact that, you know, I don't edit, not really. Um, and I tend to be a bit more chilled out about it. That makes it more fun for me than it used to be. Um, I don't think I could commit to every week at the same time with co-hosts doing this. It it depends, I guess. It depends on the podcast, but I don't think I could just do it with just World of Warcraft. No, no, I I, I totally understand that. Because sometimes, even even on on the Blue Clues, where we cover every Blizzard game, there there is just a lot, loads of news every week, uh, more or less. But then there's... Like right before you know big gaming conventions, right? Like right now, um, there tend to be periods of time where there's not a lot of news, and, and even on the Blue Clues, sometimes we are kind of talking about should we skip this week and do something next week, or or should we just try and wing it? And and nine out of ten times we we choose to let's wing it, and then we make an episode where we don't have we have like one news item or something like that, but we just then we just get into talking and and since we're we are three people on the show, then someone mentions something and then we start talking about that, and then you mention some just like a normal conversation would go, and all of a sudden I look at the timer and I'm like, oh shit, we have been recording for an hour, we should probably uh, edit the show now because if we go keep going, then I'll have to edit for. And I don't want to do that. <laughs> so I actually kind of like um, those weeks where there's actually not too much to talk about because then you can actually go in depth with something, or or you just have these conversations where you uh, start talking about random things that you did not plan for. But obviously, if you're a one man or gal show, then it might be a little bit harder to get that conversation going. I can imagine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think that's mostly it. It's just at times you you just can't get the conversation going because very consciously I have to think. Okay, I'm going to talk about this, what happened, this and this. Let's see how long. Because I do look at my timer and I'm like, okay, I've done about so many minutes now. Um, what else can I talk about? Because you don't really want to produce. Like, if the intro is longer than what you're saying, <laughs> then it starts to become a bit sad. Yeah, yeah. But um, podcasting, uh, what what does it does it mean to you? Uh, is it something you see yourself you will be doing in, for instance, five years from now, or, or what do you think about it? I think I will always be doing it. I would I would like to go to different media, but the thing is, I am hereditarily lazy, so <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just you know I, like. For instance, I love the production that you guys do in the Blue Recruits. I am so envious of it. And I'm like, oh, I would love to do stuff like that. I'm like, 
no, I cannot be bothered to do stuff like that. <laughs> I'm, I'm much better at just talking and and just you know putting something out. Maybe you know um, a, a, an amazing intro um, that you guys made. That's great to put that in front of the mm. podcast. But other than that, no, I, I can't put any sound effects in or anything like that. Just because no. I like patience, I think that's the biggest thing. But mm. I, I can definitely see myself in five years still doing something similar. Um, maybe expanding it to different things for what happens, what's important in my life at that time. Though I always think that gaming will be a very big part of, of who I am. Hmm. Um, but I, I'd love to expand with things like, you know, I, I think what Taliesin and Evitel do is amazing. Oh, yes. Um, it's so entertaining. I don't even want to know how much work goes into that because it must be insane. I, I think it's a little, because just on the Blue Recluse, we've been trying to, to make a, uh, a little bit, not, not, not like a complete transition to now we're YouTubers, but just make something fun over there. And it takes such a long time to do. <laughs> exactly. So I, I don't think I could ever become a YouTuber like that. Um But I do want to really get into live streaming again because once mm. there was a time that I did it consistently, and it was so much fun, and then it just ended. Um, no, I blame my ex-husband why it ended, and mm. <laughs> and then yeah, I never really thought. Okay, yeah, I'm now going to really I want to, but something is sometimes stopping me with the whole. Well, I can't really sit here and dedicate like five hours of my time to live stream. Mm. And you see all these kids. Sorry, I know that they're not like technically kids, but everyone compared to me is old, is young, because I'm so old. So it just feels like I can't oh, compete come on. with. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't compete with it anymore. It just feels there's so much pressure when you see these these young yeah. ones do this for like 20 hour marathons, and I'm just like, I want to sleep after two hours. What's going on? <laughs> so I don't but know. I'm hoping it, it, maybe maybe live streaming. Yeah, if you're old, then I'm old, and I don't like that. So I think. <laughs> um, but uh, no, actually, I don't know if you're following a Stone from uh, Wow Progress, for instance, um, because he's been doing some, which I find really uh, fascinating, that he's doing um, some 24-hour stream where he. Uh, I think the purpose why he's doing it is so we can uh, get people to donate money to. Um, what is it ALS I believe it is and 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 I, we've been talking to him as well because he's not exactly young either anymore but uh, but he actually had well I think one of the times he actually had to quit at 20 hours um, and then but uh, but still he tried and he made the effort to it so I'm just hey if he, if he can do it then then you can do it as well so so I have uh, <laughs> I, I guess I could try. I think once we've um, moved house, which th is the big thing now, um, I have my own geek room, and then I can just—I think I can dedicate <laughs> a little bit more time to it. Yeah. I'm not saying you should do a 24-hour uh, stream no, to start with. It's no just, way. <laughs> uh, start start a little bit smaller, an hour or two maybe should be fine. <laughs> I think slowly build it up right until I'm back at the whole. Oh yeah, I can I can live without like eight hours of sleep. Easily, <laughs> but yeah, I, I totally understand that as well. That aspect, where first of all, time commitment, and yeah, you just sometimes tend to need a little bit more sleep when you're getting getting older. I, uh, <laughs> yeah, I've started noticing, yeah, I've started noticing that as well. I, I can't pull an all nighter anymore without being feeling horribly damn uh, the day after. 
god i don't know if if you had that one legion i don't i don't know if you uh, played immediately at launch evening and i very like naively went like oh yeah let's do this you know i already said to my boyfriend ah, i might come to bed like really late mm-hmm. um at about 1 a.m i thought yeah i'm really tired now i can't <laughs> and and dan just looked at me and we're like you're early I said yeah i can't do this anymore i can't it's ruining me <laughs> <laughs> yeah i can't really remember what i did um i was up and i was doing what was i doing following some of my guildmates around and then I joined in on someone's stream um, and did a th- an hour of that and, and then I might have gone to bed as well. I don't think I stayed up too late um, but I had like I had t- uh, taken the whole week off and just geeking out and uh, just doing things at my own pace so uh, I'm still not uh, too old for doing stuff like that though. <laughs> no, I, I'm still happy to like I can still play for hours on end it's just as soon as it, it's around 10, 10 p.m. in the evening, that's when I'm like, yeah, now I just mm. want to chill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so in the podcast world, are there anyone you're specifically you're looking up up to or someone you might maybe want to be or something like that uh, when, it, when it comes to podcasting? I think realistically when it comes to World of Warcraft podcasts, I think everyone, well, maybe not everyone, but I always used to look up to Scott Johnson. It's funny you should mention that guy because Tom said the exact same thing. <laughs> yeah. it's, I think it is just because he's made such a huge impact, on, I think, on a lot of people. Mm. Um, I, I thought, it, you know, it's really impressive if you see how much he does mm-hmm. um, and still is able to produce, you know, maybe not all the podcasts, but most of them have a, a good production value. And he seems very enthusiastic about a lot of things. He's, you know, he's knowledgeable about most things i'm not going to say everything because i didn't agree with all the things he said but (laughs) i I think you know it's very interesting to see that someone who has so much creativity also with with his art and things like that that Mm. they can you know it's good that they can produce stuff like that and i think for seeing or actually listening to what he does i think that's a huge um push to to aim for to to become mm. a bit like that i have no i think it's very difficult to become just like him just because i think he was there at the right time at the right uh, place at the right time yeah, yeah exactly just for what he did and i think that's how he grew um i think other people that i find very good um it's it's there are so many smaller things. Like from back in the day, the reason why I did Girls Gone Wow because I listened to Leela Turkey, um, which um, oh god, I can't even remember what the podcast was called, but it was um, an all-female group, uh, mm-hmm. a bit like Girls Gone Wow was, and they just talked about stuff for World of Warcraft, and it was so interesting to get like a girl's pers- perspective from me being a female uh, gamer at that time and I just thought it was really really good and I, I loved what they did um, so yeah I, I have a lot of respect and and in honesty I think what you guys produce is really really good not to suck up but I, I <laughs> love listening to, to the podcast and I think the other podcast I absolutely adore and the people I think who are amazing on it is the No Sleep podcast it is a um, it's a horror podcast, and I think it's from when you go to Reddit uh, and you type in "no sleep," you get like a, uh, a bit like stories that the community writes. Mm. 
and they make audio productions out of them. And oh, cool. it is so like I've been scared from them before. Um, don't ever listen to them in the car. It's not. I don't recommend <laughs> it. <laughs> really don't. Not when you're going 70 miles per hour. Um, and I just I. I don't know. I, I think I have so much respect for people who put so much um, production value in, in their podcast. You can just see the love for it. And I think that is really amazing. I think just you notice it when people really like what they're doing and care about their podcasts. So I mm-hmm. look up to people like that who um, who do that. So definitely the, the, the cast uh, from the No Sleep podcast, I think they would fall under that same, same yeah. list. Yeah, I never got around to listen to No Sleep, but I did uh, find them because uh, my podcast is called Sleepless in Copenhagen. So ah. I was googling that, and No Sleep podcast, funny enough, uh, showed up uh, doing that search. So, uh, but I never got around to listen to it. But I, I have seen the name. But uh, now that you recommended them, I might actually check them out as well. So it's scary stuff. <laughs> <laughs> And, and yeah, and, and, and I'm really happy that you're mentioning the production value because on our show, um, and because you said that, we'll get you on our show soon. So, no. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, I, I'm really happy that you said that because that was something that I felt when we decided when I decided to go down that route that uh, it, w- it would be something that would in- that would increase our production value and, and make the show better uh, in my opinion and just having someone actually now saying it out loud is just confirming everything for me and and and, and gives me energy to keep doing that so thank you for that oh, no well like I said you know I mean you guys are friends but also I just I noticed that, that it because um, we talked a little bit before the show about you know how podcasts change uh, over mm-hmm. time and I can already from the day one I already thought that the production value was quite high for the Blue Recluse and then hearing where it is now I'm really impressed with it and I'm also really impressed with the, the new ideas that you guys come up with and no it's it's really really nice and I had the same with them um, I know it's not a podcast but with you know Taliesin and Evitel just to see where it started mm. and then to see what they're doing now i just think it's really really nice that one i've spoken to to you guys have spoken to talia and evitel and it's just really nice to, to see how such likable people just make something amazing and just keep being creative mm. uh, and it's not stagnant and that i think is really important for a podcast that they are always developing themselves to see if they can make something something different something better you know but also if, if something doesn't work out okay that didn't work so we're, we're trying mm. to do something else which which i think is great yeah exactly and, and that's what we've been doing on on the blue clues that was uh, at, at one point we don't do it too often anymore but there was at one point where tom and i was talking every week uh, we recorded Monday, edited Tuesday, and then we talked Wednesday, uh, where we were like, "All right, this was really great. This didn't work. What can we do? How can we improve?" and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And uh, we've also sometimes we actually meet up in real life because I mean, he, he's from Northern Ireland, I'm from Denmark, so it's not like we're seeing each other every week, but uh, <laughs> but uh, we have been like meeting up for New Year's and, and for sometimes summer vacations and stuff like that and it's always such oh and BlizzCon obviously uh, we, we don't go to BlizzCon but we do meet up to watch the live stream together and, that's and really those, cool mm, and, and those 
times of the year where we actually see each other. The, I think the the time that we spend the majority <laughs> of time doing is actually talking about how can we better ourselves, how can we better the show, and what would be great, what would be cool, uh, and things like that. And that's why I think I said it before the show as well that that I don't really feel like the Blue Recluse is where it should be yet if it will ever get there i think it's an ever-evolving thing doing a podcast and and i think if people who want to do a podcast go in thinking oh i will just have this uh, this template and i will do every show like that uh i think that i think they're kind of wrong i think it's obviously good to have like a this is how we do things Uh, overall but uh, don't be afraid to change things up a little bit try out new things see how it works and always experiment and, and, and do new things or adjust or, or refine things I think that's how that's one of one of the ways how you, you, you get a successful podcast in my opinion yeah definitely because I think over time you know listeners change um, just I think overall perception of things change hmm. so you know it's like you can't stick yourself in the 80s forever you have to sometimes go with the times and you have adjust. to wait until it gets back <laughs> exactly <laughs> then you can go retro yeah no but I, i totally agree with that and even if 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 you've been if you go back and listen to some of the old episodes of our podcast then the intro is different how we talk are different uh, i think we've changed the intro song whatever like three times now once once a year Um, so we actually been talking about that maybe that's something we should do maybe every year we should try and, and uh, redo the intro uh, so it gets like a seasonal kind of um, feel to it that season one was this intro and season two even though we don't really call it seasons but just something like that uh, just to change things up a little bit yeah I think that that is cool and I think it's also for listeners that they um Then I have a realization. Oh wait, this is different. This has evolved. So hmm. yeah, no, I, I definitely agree with that. I, uh, I think that that is always even because it, it's a small, minor change, but still hmm. has a lot of impact. I think. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. Um, I even noticed it on because you mentioned Scott Johnson has been one you look up for, and he's, he's mm -hmm. a person I look up to as well. And even his show has changed so many times, and the sounders has changed so many times over the years. And, and I mean, I still listen to it from time to time. Uh, even so, so it's not. I don't think it's something that scares people away that you're changing things up a bit. Just don't do it too often. Obviously, it's not like you should have a new intro every week. That's probably pushing it a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Mm. Did you ever listen to Convert to Raid? By the way. I did, I did, but I think for me, at a certain point, I mean, I liked certain parts of it, which I thought mm. was really funny, and then I lost interest in it because I wasn't raiding anymore, and it was all about raiding, yeah. and yeah, I just started to lose interest, and then I don't even know now if it's still going on. Oh, it, it, is, it, still, it is still oh, going on. Oh, is it? On. Okay. Yeah. Um, no, I, I just listened to it, um, I used to listen to it when Coltrane was on yeah. that show and he he was actually one of the main reasons as well why I he, he's he's a person I also look up to, to uh, together with Scott Johnson I think because he was he was probably a little bit more on the casual side of things um but he was working with uh, I think he was doing some sound engineering things or something uh, in his day job as well so he, he was not 
uh, unfamiliar with how things work and then but he was just so funny he was so entertaining yeah. everything he did and said and and after he he quit uh, pod, uh, that podcast i actually kind of lost interest in um convert to raid because he being on the show had such a big impact on me yeah i i was exactly the same i just thought well i thought he was funny i you know they they still have good banter but it's not as funny hmm. so no. for me it was just like mm, lost interest yeah <laughs> sadly because yeah. I really, I really enjoyed the show, but uh, but yeah. But anyway, I just remember this one episode where they were actually talking about getting into podcasting, and and but he said he didn't really know if that was something he wanted to, but then he just jumped into it and did it. And his his advice was that just do it, try it out, see if it's something for you. And uh, and I think that was one of the that was one of the, the the things that convinced me to actually try out and and, and do a podcast myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that's really good advice because, you know, it's, it's so strange for a lot of people think, oh, I'm not entertaining enough um, to do a podcast. And it's not always about your how you are among friends or how you are as a person, um, if you're entertaining or not. Sometimes it's just, you know, how you um, present yourself on the podcast and that can be enough because uh, some people completely come to... to I would almost say bloom when they do a podcast, which they never realized that they, they you know, could. Hmm. So, you know, some people just think that they have no entertainment value and then actually they are really, really good. Hmm. I don't know if I'm good at it, but uh, but I just, I, I think I just got over that initial, initial uh, what should I say and do kind of thing. I think I'm, I'm a little <laughs> yeah. bit better at talking now as well as I was back when I started and and, and I think just because Tom and I are, are constantly pushing each other as well because for instance an example could be that um, at some point we had like this scripted um, introduction before the, the intro music started and things like that on our show and and I would just read that off the paper and Tom said you can do that way better you can uh, add uh, you could say it in different ways and you can do it better just do it over and I was like mm-hmm. hell why is this telling me to do this shit over but then I did it and I, I tried to add different flavors to how I said things and stuff like that and all of a sudden I realized hey this is so much better <laughs> this is so great uh, how I haven't been doing that this before and, and that really small things like that helps me at least I think to get better at what I, I'm doing when I'm podcasting yeah and I think a lot of people who start podcasting you know people are afraid of the whole um, is it are people going to find me entertaining because you know like I said you do, I think people should stop lying and say that you're only doing it for yourself because yeah you're doing it for yourself but not just for your. you know you also want to get some feedback hmm. um, I mean everyone wants to be heard right um, yeah. and especially podcasters <laughs> <laughs> so I think it's it's definitely good to listen back to yourself at times as cringe worthy as it is mm-hmm. just to see okay <laughs> uh, like i didn't know i have a, a special tick i did and the thing was it was pointed out to me very early because i was a teacher in a, a very dark past and <laughs> if anything teenagers will pick up on that kind of stuff so i knew what kind of ticks i had in my voice mm. and um I knew how to to adjust that, and I sometimes 
on my first podcast, I heard it and I went, okay, I have to change that because the annoying thing is I can still hear it with other people in their podcasts mm. and I can hear it when people have like these little words that they constantly say. I'm not saying yes. I'm not doing it. I'm sure I do. Um, but it's something to, when you're starting out, listen back to it now and again, just to make sure, okay. Yeah. And, and I- my, my go-to word is stuff when I don't know <laughs> what to say. And stuff. I think for me it's like or mm, yeah. <laughs> I think I become a valley girl when I do that um, <laughs> and also I just know from myself I have a very thick American uh, twang to my accents mm. which is very annoying uh, but I, I I don't know I take the piss out of my accent so many times anyway yeah and I think that's also important that you can just take your piss out of yourself sometimes and just say silly things. And, oh and, God, you have to. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, there, there was one point where because Tom at some point said like a lot as well, and <laughs> and there was one sentence that was so so horrible, and I was a little bit I was teasing him a little bit as well because I I sent him this sound clip where I had the unedited version. <laughs> Versus the edited version where I cut out cut out all the likes in that one sentence he said and he had, and yeah <laughs> I don't think he was happy about it to be honest but uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah now he he's, he has improved that he's not saying like that much anymore no and that's that's why I say I mean you know we're not robots you're still human no. and if that's how you you talk that's how you talk but it sometimes pays just to listen back to yourself and go okay. Maybe I shouldn't do that because um, as annoying as it is, sometimes when I listen to other podcasts and you have listeners sending emails in, voicemails, uh, really. Mm. So they start recording themselves and I don't think they listen back to what they've recorded. No. And I hear people, I don't know if they have like a chronic nose infection or something, but you can hear them sniff constantly. And I'm like, maybe you shouldn't record when you have a cold or if you have like you know odd breathing patterns I know it sounds really harsh when I say that but it is it is one of those things that if you are a podcaster and you consistently do that mm. I start to like mentally count how many times you do it <laughs> and it's it's not a good thing um, and again you know I'm not asking people to speak to speak perfect because we are not robots no. Um but small things you need to really keep in mind very much how you're talking what mm. you're doing and I think I've listened to a podcast once from a girl and she's lovely and I really liked her idea but my god she went fast and at a certain point she was like what? what are you saying? because she mm. was just going on and on and on and not taking the time for a breather now and again and then I felt myself getting really anxious listening to it yeah I, so, I can understand that. Yeah, I think at times, you know, you can have the best voice in the world, but you still need to listen at times to to just see how it sounds as mm. a recording. Because it's still different. Because in your head, it might... Like, every time I listen to myself, I'm like, oh my God, is that my voice? Ugh. It's just... <laughs> I don't like it. Because in my head, I don't sound as high-pitched as no. I actually do on the recording. And... Uh, you know, so sometimes it, it just pays off to listen to it. It's just mm. for yourself. Do I need to slow down? Do I need to speed up? Do I yeah, need yeah, to yeah. put more emphasis on words? What do I need to change? 
Yeah. I also I really find it fun that whole you hear your own voice in a different way kind of thing because yes. that was something that I got that whole uh, well, really paid attention to it. I, I got rid of that really early on uh, in my life actually because I don't know I, I've always been creative and playing around with stuff and I remember when I was a, when I was a, a kid you know we actually had cassette players back then so <laughs> I, I, I would be making my own mixtapes and sometimes I would be like the radio host as well and oh my god me stuff. too yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so I think I, I fairly early on because I remember asking my dad about who's that guy on this tape because I've been recording it but definitely doesn't sound like me it's so weird and and yeah so uh, and, and then I've been going to meet Media school as well, where we have been filming and stuff, and so I've been in front of a camera a lot of time as well. So it's something that I I've, I've forgotten about, and then all of a sudden, when I started doing the podcast again, other people started like Tom saying that's not how I sound and and things like that, and it, it's just funny how because I think that's a fundamental thing that everybody will notice straight away when they start doing things like that. But I never really thought about it because I've just been used to it all the time. Yeah, definitely. No, I completely agree. I think when we all listen back we're a bit like really that's me <laughs> is that but me? It, you know <laughs> is that me do i sound like that oh my god how can people listen to me it's that's crazy why it's, as a rule of thumb <laughs> i never listen back to anything i say like on any <laughs> podcast that i guest on i don't listen to it just because i know one i'll get irritated by my own voice um I just don't, I, yeah, I don't like listening back to my, my own voice as bad as it is. Like I did it for the first 20 podcasts maybe because I tried to edit it to be so smooth. And then mm. I just, you know, like I said, I picked up on things that I did and I did not think was, I don't even think it was that bad for the listeners, but for my own sanity, yeah. I thought this is not good. I need to change this. Um, And now I've just become very relaxed with my podcast. And I'm like, well, if people don't like what they hear, they can sort off. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I I totally agree with that. And and, I mean, nowadays when I edit myself, it's usually if I I really say something that's really wrong, like Mm -hmm. the information that I'm giving is wrong, then I I might edit it out or re-record it if it's me saying it. I remember there was one point, I can't remember what exactly we were doing but uh we were saying something wrong completely wrong information but and and it was number based so it got instead of uh, 10 it should have been 12 and stuff like that but we actually managed to say all the numbers but in a completely wrong order so i actually edited around all the numbers so we actually set the right numbers at the right times and i think i re-recorded myself a few numbers or something like that so so uh, that's mainly what I, what I try to only edit now uh, but there is some times where I, I listen to myself and I, I said something that yeah horrible <laughs> uh, that that yeah I, I probably shouldn't put into the end and I edit it out as well but yeah <laughs> yeah that's the only thing that I, I you know when I'm doing my podcast I try to do it in one take and then while talking I thought hmm I don't think I should have said that because I think some people could get really offended by that. Um, Yeah, maybe I should stop and just redo that part. Yeah, Um, or or, or sometimes I just I'm 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 mastered saying embarrassing stuff, and normally I don't really care. But that's just sometimes, you know, sometimes that that one thing where you're like, all right, I I, this is so embarrassing. I should probably edit this out, but. It, it is it is luckily rare though uh, I, I am a silly person in real life as well so luckily it, it's not too often that happens 
No, and I think there's a bit of a charm in that, you know. I think people need to realize, um, again, that everyone has a different personality. And there are so many podcasts nowadays. I think people seriously moaning about a person. There's no need for it. Just no. don't listen to the podcast anymore then. Find another one. Yeah, exactly. Just there's another. There are so many people who podcast nowadays. Just find a different one. And But still... That would be my biggest tip, I think, for people to, if mm. you start out, listen to yourself several times and just see, one, if you can tweak it, and two, if you want to. Because some people just don't want to change completely, and that's fair enough, I think. Um, and there's nothing wrong with having a few weird habits, I guess. Mm. But it, it's, still. it's all right. It's all right to have a few quirks, because that's yeah. just how, how we are as people. As, uh, persons in real life right not everybody is the same and nobody should be the same uh, no. everybody has the small little thing that's that's theirs exactly but you know don't, don't try to be too perfect on your own podcast i think because no. then you'll just get frustrated yeah then then you will just spend uh, most of the time editing and never actually get a show released uh, that's my experience at least <laughs> exactly yes i was the same in the beginning and now i don't edit at all <laughs> I think that's what I wanted to talk about regarding podcasting. Um, but I do have just, uh, if we should go off topic just a little bit. Um, have you been following the Blizzard news the past few days? A little bit. Is this where you're going on about Blizzard Bungie? Yes, Or, it yes. is. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So my question to you is, what did you think about Destiny before this news hit? Did you even know it existed? Yeah, I used to play um, Destiny when it came out. Or I mm. played it on PlayStation, but um, as people who have followed me about Overwatch know how ridiculously bad I am with a controller and aiming. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I, that quickly died for me. And I tried it again when they uh, re-released it with some add-ons, um, which already made me frown a little bit. That I went like, oh, interesting that you're releasing it for a higher price for that, for new people. Mm, okay. Yeah. I wasn't very taken away with that decision but i tried it again yeah it was fun it looked great but for me the story just wasn't engaging enough and i mm. thought i don't really want to and also no offense to the playstation 4 community i was just not enjoying it at all no. um so when i saw this i was kind of surprised because i thought what on earth do they have in common and i thought oh wait activision yeah activision but um, i'm also like What 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 are you thinking now after this whole news hit? Uh, were, uh, well, no, actually, my question is: Were you con even considering pre-ordering, for instance, the second one or getting the second one, or or what were no. your thoughts on that? No, I was not. I was not considering it. And then I see it on the Blizzard launcher, and now it's staring at me. I'm like, should I? Or <laughs> <laughs> see, this is the thing, and I think uh, we'll probably talk a lot more about it on our. Blue Recluse show, even though but it's not a, a strictly a Blizzard game, but it, I think it is Blizzard news, so we'll probably talk about it. But I think my opinion changed a lot because now that it's actually that Blizzard, and I know Blizzard is only doing like the network stuff and things like that, but for them to actually say we'll put this in the Blizzard launcher kind of suggests to me that they have seen the game and they are saying and, and so they're kind of like giving the stamp of approval that this game is 
explicit quality standards, and that's why we allow it to be in this. I don't know if that's the case, but that's kind of like what I'm thinking right now because I'm I'm so trusting it, uh, towards Blizzard. No, I think that's a very good point because I was a bit like, well, yeah, I like the humor in Destiny. I like the the, the trailer that they brought out for it. But I was just like, I don't know if, if I'm going to play this because the first game I wasn't really taken back with it. And, and now I'm just... Mm, it's, it's true what you say, you know. If Blizzard puts that on their launcher, it must be... I wouldn't want to say the word worthy, but, you know... <laughs> But word almost, is a good word. Yeah, <laughs> it kind of it fits for this. It's like, well, they must see something in it mm. that's good enough. But if I draw the line with things like Call of Duty, because that would be for yeah, me yeah. like really. Mm. But this maybe you know, I don't know. I don't know. Another part of me is like, would it not interfere too much with Overwatch for them? I don't think so because Overwatch is PvP mainly, and Destiny also, granted, do have PvP. But I think it is main to me at least. It's mainly a PvE game. I don't really know the stats. I don't know if it's of uh, if the PvP or the PvE side of the game was uh, most popular. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and for me, it's like, well, I can play it on the PC. Hmm, that might make a huge difference because let's face yeah. it I, I bought Mass Effect Andromeda because I love taking headshots and I can't I can't shoot for shit on with a controller so hmm. this might actually push me now into um, maybe trying it but the thing is with Activision like I said I think a lot of people were pissed off with them because new players who came later on in the game when all the expansions launched they got a better deal than all the veterans mm. um, yeah. who had to buy every expansion separate and that's a thing that scares me with Activision then yeah. I'm like well are they going to make us pay like $120 or pounds for a game when I could just wait a half a year okay I'm not playing with all the cool people in the beginning but you know if I wait half a year I get everything for less so yeah I I that's the one thing I don't I'm not the biggest fan of Activision when it comes to stuff like that no I I, I'm, I totally understand that because I see Activision as kind of like something similar to Ubisoft and uh, I, I mean that they're, they're thinking in money more than quality for the gamers I find in most cases and that's and, and putting out a new Call of Duty every year is priority or something like that or like Ubisoft, we we need a new Assassin's Creed every year so we can make a lot of money and school yeah. quality. Um, luckily, they're, they're moving away from that, and I, I I hope that Activision will do that as well and, and move more towards. Uh, I hope they've seen that quality, like Blizzard, for instance. Blizzard are making quality things. All of the the Blizzard's player base has such a huge trust in Blizzard that when Blizzard puts out a new shooter that they've never done before they've never uh, done a, something that genre before everybody just goes out and buys it because they you know that if it's blizzard then it's quality and this game will be supported for not just one year but multiple years uh, probably the next next decade if, if it uh, if it's a huge success so uh, i kind of hope that maybe this is like a first step towards that as well i hope so that, that you know that would be nice because mm. 
Yeah, even though I think Blizzard wants to, I'm not saying that Blizzard doesn't want to make money from us. Of because course they, they do. They blatantly <laughs> do with all the stuff that you can buy in game and everything around it, and you know, subscription based and and add-ons and, and all those you know expansions and those kind of things. But I never got the feeling that I got shafted buy them nope. for certain things. I never thought, oh, that's great. I think maybe when you buy the battle ch- uh, chest in the end, that you're a bit like, oh, so if I would have waited. But it doesn't really, you don't get that same feeling, really, because we've no. been playing for so many years. It's not like, well, I've been playing a year. Oh, look, here you go. Everything is now a lot cheaper. Mm. That's not really how it goes with Blizzard. So, yeah, I'm hoping that, that they will see the light, I guess. <laughs> And I also think that that in games like Blizzard, uh, that Blizzard puts out, you you think a lot of the time you have like this option to spend money on it. You don't have mm-hmm. to. It's 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 mostly just cosmetic or something that makes you look differently or something that uh, where you can personalize personalize your characters and stuff like that. It's never gameplay power. So. If you don't want to spend money on it, you don't. You absolutely don't have to. It's it's not a, a play to win type of model that Blizzard is is running, and I think that's one of the reasons they're focusing on making this quality game. Because if people likes it and it, it's uh, uh, this game is high standards, and and then then people don't mind spending extra cash because they know they will be playing this game lots uh, and and. In, uh, they will enjoy it a lot more, and then then they don't mind spending. I mean, that's how I work at least. I don't mind spending money in in uh, Hearthstone, for instance, to to, to to buy those uh, a few packs and uh, to to yeah, just play the game a little bit more. Even though I don't have to, I can totally play it free if I wanted to. But I don't mind spending money because uh, I know that I will be enjoying this game one year from now. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, it was just a little bit off topic because uh, that there's room for that in in my own little space here. You that's can my do podcast. Whatever you want on your podcast. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's uh, that's everything. We've almost uh, been speaking for an hour, so I guess that's a good time to round things up and stop and get the hell out of here. And I don't know how the weather's over there, but it's uh, sunny here in Denmark, so I might go try, outside and and have a try beer. Try for the moment. <laughs> Dry for the moment, all right. <laughs> I hope you'll get some summer soon, at least. So. so do I. So do I. Hopefully, on the day that we move, it will be nice weather. Oh yeah, that would be nice. I'll I'll uh, cross my fingers for that. <laughs> oh, thank you. So that was my conversation with Syl about podcasting and other things. I hope you enjoyed it, because we can't redo it. We already recorded, edited it, and you have listened to it as well, so it's too late to change anything. But if you want to listen to more of the things Syl is doing, you can um, check out her Twitter page at Battle Chat Show. So you can follow her over there and, uh, yeah, give, give some of her podcast alike they're pretty good listens so you should totally check it out so i don't think there's too much else for me to say but uh, thank you for listening this week you can follow me on twitter at sleepless in cph you can also go to my website and uh, 
give it a like over there. It's called sleeplessinCPH.com. You can also, on my website, find links to all the music that I have uh, used in, in my podcast. So if you if there's anything you, uh, you liked, you can find links over there. So you can check that out as well. Also, Syl and I ended up talking a little bit about Destiny and uh, them being on Battle.net.com. And I thought, I, I really like to talk a little bit more about Destiny. I even made a, a, an old blog post a few years ago that uh, explained why I disliked the original. Well, not disliked, but there were a few things that I didn't like about the game. So I thought, let's talk about that on this podcast as well. And so I did because I found out my co-host from the Blue Recluse, Michael Skosinski, he actually played the game, and he raided, and I didn't, and I wanted to talk about that. So I did. So the next episode will be about Destiny, so you can look forward to that. But for now, there's nothing else to say, but thank you for listening, and good night, Copenhagen, and good night, world. This show is brought to you by Dragon Powered Studio. Find more at dragonpoweredstudio.com.